Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of The Heart of a Youth Leader. My name's Andy Castle, founder and CEO of Thrive Youth Ministries, based in the Midlands in England, UK. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Thanks for finding this podcast. Uh, these are short, 10 minute or so weekly uh, podcasts and videos on YouTube for uh, aimed at inspiring all of us involved in youth or children's work in the church. Uh, there's so many great podcasts out there about how to do youth work well. Uh, but but I noticed there aren't really many on actually how do you keep yourself well as a youth leader or a youth minister or a youth worker, whatever title you give yourself. And so the, these episodes are just to inspire you to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus as you serve him in obedience, as you reach out and disciple children and young people. Uh, so if you find this useful, I'd love you to share it with others. Uh, it, the best way of getting it, it, it seen and used and listened to, uh, if it's helpful, is just by word of mouth. So please do do share it. And if you like it, let us know. It's always encouraging to, to hear from, from people who've uh, appreciated it and also encouraging to hear from whereabout in the world you're listening to this podcast today. So uh, what I want us to talk about today is our love for our church. When, if you were to, to, to score your, your, your love for your church fellowship on a sort of scale of one to ten, I wonder where you'd come in that. Uh, too often, I sadly meet a lot of youth workers, uh, especially those who are employed by the church, who are frustrated with their church. Uh, who who don't really feel like uh, they fit in to their church. Uh, I wonder if that's you. And sometimes as volunteers, we can feel that as well. We can feel that it's just we've sort of fallen into this church and it's where we live locally. And so it's hard to think about, you know, we always dream of the perfect church and a church that was dislike ours in whatever way. So if our church is very sort of uh, heavy on liturgy, we, we desire the freedom of uh, a church with no liturgy or the other way around or if we uh, have a church that uh, loves the teaching but the worship feels uh, slow uh, we we can always desire we always think it's going to be better elsewhere and the danger is we pass on our frustrations or we pass on uh, our um, criticism to the young people we're leading and yet of course we're not just leading young people into a personal relationship with Jesus oh, of course that is essential but we're also leading them into a relationship with his church through the local fellowship that we're a part of and so it's vital that we come to terms with our uh, own issues with our church we need to forgive our church we need to love our church as Jesus loves his church and uh, I was drawn to these words in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 which says you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation God's special possession you are a chosen people. We as the people of God have been chosen by him on purpose. Uh, it's not by chance. It's not by luck. 
but actually he has gone out of his way to draw us into relationship with him. And it's not just me and him, it's me and you and him. It's me and my church and him. Together we are to focus our attention on him. And what are we to do? We're to declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. We are to gather together to praise God who called us from that place of darkness into wonderful light. Isn't that wonderful? That's what we do every Sunday when we gather. It's what we do every every day in the week when we gather in our small groups or our prayer groups or our triplets or whatever. We are gathering to praise him who called us into his wonderful light. That's just so exciting, isn't it? And yet so many times you talk to people about going to church and it's a drudge and it's like, oh, I don't really want to do this. Or they never say that, but it kind of comes across as you wouldn't want to go to my church. Uh, and yet it's, it's where we are declaring spiritual war on the evil one. Uh, this is an exciting place to be. So let's get ourselves, our heart right with our attitude to our church. We're a royal priesthood. It means we are all priests in the church. There are no structures. There are no, there are no people who stand between us and God as the priests in the Old Testament did. Now, of course, many of our churches would still have uh, what we might call a priest, but they are not between us and God. They are, they are enabling us to come into his presence. Uh, and, and our church leaders should be enabling us to come face to face with our Heavenly Father. They shouldn't be getting in our way. And if they are, we need to gently talk to them about that and try and work that through. But also, let's honour our church leaders. Let's honour those who are trying to do this for us. Because they are part of God's chosen people. And they are part of this holy nation. And I love the fact that, that Peter describes this, that we're a holy nation, God's special possession. Of course, the Israelites were God's chosen people in the Old Testament. They were his holy nation. And they were set apart. It's what holy means, to be set apart. And Israel was God's chosen people to, to, sh to show the rest of the world what it means to be a part of God's world, to be a part of God's kingdom, to be part of his people. And the church today is called to demonstrate to the rest of the world what it means to be part of God's people, to be this holy nation, this special possession. Uh, and the danger and the fear I have is actually church doesn't look any different to any other thing going on in our community. The only difference is uh, that we give our attention to someone that you can't see. But it's uh, when it comes to church meetings and some of the, the, the stuff I hear coming from church, churches uh, when they have their meetings would, would feel like it would sit at home in the local uh, political club or in the golf club or wherever people get together to, to cast their opinions. Uh, and yet the church is supposed to be gathering people of all uh, ages, all opinions. But we don't come to, to cast our opinion we come to, to, to mould and shape our personality and our opinion and our character into that of Christ. We should, be, we should be noticeably different to the rest of the world. The church in your community should be the most generous, should be the most loving, should be the most caring, should be the most honouring, should be the most respectful, should be the, making the biggest contribution to the community that any other group that, that exists in your town or your or, or your village or your city 
And yet so often we're doing our own thing. I was really struck when I was, a few years ago, I had to spend a few time, a few days in hospital uh, and uh, a guy on the bed opposite me were having a conversation about what you do, what you do and all that kind of stuff. And he was... Uh, in, he was just early retired, I guess, uh, and he, when he heard that I was uh, a youth worker, youth minister, and uh, worked with churches, he said, oh, churches aren't like they used to be. Uh, they just care about themselves now. The vicars don't, don't visit uh, people who are not in their churches anymore. They just care about those in their church. Uh, and, as, and as he said it, I just felt that dagger in me, sort of, oh, that's painfully true. It's not fair. But I can see why you get that. Uh, and we've got to, we've got to change. We've got to be the example of what it means to be God's chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. So my challenge for us this week is let's spend some time praying for our own church, praying for our heart to increase for our church and pray that we can help our young people that we reach out to and disciple to develop a love for God's church as well. It's who God has chosen to work through in our community. It's his church. Uh, and so we need to uh, maybe get our ego in check that it's not all about how I want it uh, that I'm not perfect that I bring difficulty to my church just as everyone else does uh, but I don't realize it and we need to be more grace-filled with those that we struggle with but let's commit to love and serve our church and to raise up the next generation who are equally committed to being part of this chosen people this royal priesthood this holy nation God's special possession that we can gather to declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his wonderful light have a great week go for it 